0: hey what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of the nobody's listening to this music podcast podcast i'm andrew
1: and i'm eric
0: and today uh stand in eric why don't you tell them how we got to where we are today
1: okay so safe to say lord of the rings top first of all favorite trilogy favorite favorite trilogy um all three movies are in my top five for sure um i have been wanting to do a Lord of the Rings episode talking about the movies for so long.
0: But the thing is
1: But this is a music podcast. Correct. So we're gonna talk about the soundtrack.
0: Right. Because so,
1: that's how I get my way.
0: So the loophole here is is that it's a movie a music podcast and we don't talk about movies. So we have to talk about the soundtrack and not about the movies. But realistically I think Phoebe's just gonna talk about the movie to uh, explain to them why we're doing return of the king
1: it's the best one 100 okay. percent. it is also this came out in 2003 i distinctly remember being picked up early from third grade and my mom and my dad took all of us to the movie theaters to see this in theaters when it first came out theater and that's a very vivid memory i have um also this movie came out in 2003 so like safe to say like hopefully everyone's seen it but like spoilers i guess
0: (laughs) i don't think you have to give a spoiler alert on a movie that came out 20 years ago
1: wow 20 years ago holy moly i was seven wow i was eight crazy crazy
0: so go ahead you're the one who dragged me here to talk about lord of the rings okay Okay. Let her rip.
1: So first, I have to give a little shout out to the most important person.
0: Eric, because he if he was here today, we wouldn't be doing this.
1: Okay, I guess. Sure. No, he wasn't what I was thinking of. Okay. I got to give a good old shout out to my dearly beloved Papa.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Because he is the one who introduced us to Lord of the Rings. Right. He was such a fan of Lord of the Rings. Well, the books. The books. He read the books. That he wrote his PhD Harvard dissertation comparing and contrasting Lord of the Rings characters to characters in the Bible. And yeah, and then he like, he loved it. He loved the books and then the movies came out and he saw them and he is the one. I remember like they used to live with us and so we walked downstairs and at the time for Fellowship of the Ring, I was a little too young, um, and it was it kind of scared me. So, like, he he showed my brothers and sister, sisters, and then I was able to watch it, and then I watched the first, second, and then I saw the third in theaters. So.
0: So, uh, explain Lord of the Rings up to Return of the King quickly, and then we'll go through Return of the King slowly.
1: Okay. <sighs> Frodo was given it was a dark stormy night (laughs) chapter one Frodo was given the ring of power um, that his uncle Bilbo had found he was set off on a journey to um, to meet Gandalf at um, like Gandalf had to go because he went to go see Sauron Saruman and then he was like Frodo meet me meet me at the um Oh, it's like, it's like a pub. It's, I can't exactly remember the name of it, Um, but meet me here. And so he, and then Sam, his gardener gets kind of wrapped up into it. So they trek and they go, end up meeting Merry and Pippin along the way. So the four hobbits, they go to, um, oh, Buckleberry Farm. That's what it is. Um, So they go, they're supposed to meet Gandalf. Um, Gandalf's not there. They meet Aragorn, who's going by Strider. Uh, then they are fed. Strada. Then they're like brought to this thing with the ring race. So the ring race are nine men who were given different rings of power and succumbed to the power. So mm. they literally aren't men anymore. They're like half dead ghouls. Yeah, and they like they're ring race. So they wear capes and there's no there's no face. It's just black. So they meet Aragorn and the Hobbits. They attack them. Then they're brought to Rivendell. Uh, And Riverdale... Rivendale, right? Riverdale. No, not Riverdale. Yeah,
0: Riverdale with... uh, Rivendale. With... uh, What's his face? The kid from Sweet Life is I can code.
1: Why am I blinking on this? It's Rivendale. Rivendale, thank you. Okay, they're brought there because that's the home of the elves because Frodo gets stabbed. Um, That's where he meets Gandalf. And so something had happened to Gandalf. He got, like, attacked because Saruman is bad. So they have a council of Elrond who's, like... The high elf um Gandalf Frodo and then they have like dwarves men elves um and they have men from like men from Rohan men from Gondor and they all are out this council and they're deciding you know to kill to to try to destroy the one ring it said that the only way the one ring can be destroyed if it's thrown back into the fiery pits of Mount Doom where it was created so everyone's fighting everyone's fighting and then Frodo stands up and he says I'll do it said I will take it I will take the ring to Mordor and then he goes except I don't know the way so Gandalf and,
0: say, and then say the line and then say the line what line the line that got turned into a meme
1: oh that wasn't at that moment but um he goes Boromir goes one does not simply walk into Mordor there it is Um but so then they formed the fellowship so it was Frodo Sam Merry and Pippin hobbits then there was Gandalf wizard Aragorn man legolas elf boromir man from gondor and then gimli dwarf so the nine of them trek out in the fellowship of the ring to go destroy the one ring they go there's different ways that they could go and they were going they went through Karadûm, which is a snowy mountain and sauron no Sauron. saruman who's working for sauron can see them because he has crows, like, that fly and, like, report back to him. Right. So he, and then he says t- like, a spell, has the whole mountain coming, d- coming down. And they're, like, we need to get the little ones out because the hobbits, like, they can't walk in the snow because it's so high up. So Frodo makes a decision to go through the Mines of Moria. The Mines of Moria is where G- uh, Gimli's family, like, Gimli's, like, the dwarves were, like, from. And so like he his cousin is this,
0: the, is this where that guy made the the jokey video about being a safety inspector at the mines?
1: Yes. You have a goblin infestation. Um yeah. No
0: henrails anywhere.
1: <laughs> There's also a giant beast that comes up from the depths of hell.
0: The Balrog.
1: <laughs> so they go through the mines of Moria, and this is when you have the favorite line from Boromir. This is no mine this is a tomb right so they go in goblins have festered and like taken all of mines of moria together Mm -hmm. they end up fighting a cave troll and goblins and then the balrog is summoned from the depths um and gandalf they have to go across this this bridge Gandalf does the You shall not pass This is
0: where he dies For the first time yeah
1: Yes So he goes Okay So then, then it's a fellowship Minus Gandalf They then um, Go to Lothlorien Which is another place of elves Which are like wood elves Correct So they go to Lothlorien They meet Gladriel Who gives each of them Like a special gift Then They sail Like on uh, Like three boats They go And they go to Amon Hen. While they're on the boats going, Saruman has created an entire army of Urukai. The bastards. Led by Lurtz, who is yep. like the head Urukai, mm-hmm. tracking the fellowship. At right. Amon Hen, um, Boromir tries to take the ring from Frodo because the yep. power it like it can it can turn like it's so powerful that like anyone who honestly is not of like pure heart will be turned by the power and that's one of the reasons why Frodo was able to carry it um but it like started to turn Boromir and he wanted it because he wanted it for Gondor to like be you know because the age of men needed to come again so uh Boromir ends up walk like leaving and then Aragorn finds Frodo and then
0: are we in the two towers yet not yet
1: and then they fight the Urukai.
0: You really need to start ripping. You spent five minutes excited. Okay.
1: And then Boromir's die dies. Boromir dies protecting Mary and Pippin. Mary and Pippin are taken captive by the Urukai. Uh Legolas, Aragorn, and Gimli fight the Urukai. Sam and Frodo go on get to a boat and head, and they are the ones tracking for Mount Doom. So then we get into the two towers. Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli are tracking Mary and Pippin that's their goal to find mary and pippin who are captured by the Urukai. in that and then you see like um actually i'm gonna do frodo and sam like separate because it's like it goes back and forth between the two but it's kind of two separate storylines yep so aragorn Legolas, and gimli end up going to rohan where king theoden has been taken captive by saruman where like um he he has this like evil sidekick Grima Wormtongue who's there who like so Saruman is controlling Theoden like from Isengard and um you know so they go to Rohan and they're like you know they meet everyone and then as they're tracking um oh wait they don't go to Rohan yet they're tracking Merry and Pippin they run into the Rohirrim who is led by Eomir and he says we killed a bunch of Urukai last night And set their bodies up to burn them. And they were like, We're looking for two, like two hobbits. They would be kid sized to you. Um, And he says, We like killed everything. We didn't see anyone. So they go. This is the famous scene where they go to the pit and they find all the burned Urukai and all of their armor, where Aragorn kicks the helmet and screams.
0: Did you know that when he kicked the helmet and screams, he
1: actually he, broke his right. toe. He so, actually
0: broke his so toe. So that
1: scream was real. Okay. So Aragorn is a tracker, so he can like tell what happened that the night before. So you can he he figures out that Merry and Pippin went into Fangorn Forest, which is a enchanted forest full of Ents. Merry and Pippin meet Treebeard, who's an Ent. So they trek. The three of an them Ent are then for trekking.
0: all the non fucking dorks listening as a tree person
1: um so they like they're like on their now their own storyline Aragorn Legolas and Gimli in Fangorn Forest run into Gandalf the White who is who looks like at first you think it's Saruman but it's it's who Saruman should have been if he didn't get if he like didn't go to the dark area like he didn't like go to the bad side so it's who Saruman should have been so this is Gandalf the White the four of them go to Rohan. Gandalf does, like, a spell with his staff. Takes Saruman out of um, Theoden. So then Theoden, like, looks like a thousand years old. He comes back, and you can tell that he's, like, a, you know, an older guy. They are figuring out, kind of, like, what to do, blah, 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 you know, doing their thing. And then um, they need to get out of Rohan. They need to... Um. So they decide because they know Saruman, um, is going to like attack them. So they go to they go to Helm's Deep, and then on their way to Helm's Deep, you think Aragorn dies, and he doesn't. And then he, on his way back to Helm's Deep, he sees that Saruman has an army of ten thousand Urukai walking to Helm's Deep. The fancy thing about Helm's Deep is that no one has ever um broken into the gates. Like no one has ever breached the wall. So that was what they were they were hoping on. So they go to Helm's Deep, Aragorn shows up to like to King Théoden. He's like they have 10,000 and then the elves um
0: elves, wood
1: elves that are led by I can't remember his name right now. Um, fake
0: fan, fake fan.
1: Stop, stop. Um, they are fighting with so like so they they're fighting. They're like it's time that men and elves stood fi- stood side by side to fight. So they join the fight. The whole literally the Battle of Helm's Deep is the coolest, one of the coolest like fight scenes that you can have. And then it ends up where the Urukai do breach the wall. You think everything is like bad. You think like that they they can't win. Then you look up to the east on the fifth day as the sun is rising. Gandalf found all of the Rohirrim and brought them to Helm's Deep, and they come in and they fight the Urukai. They send the Urukai into Fangorn Forest, so they end up winning that whole battle while that's happening simultaneously sam and frodo meet up with gollum who you who gollum is used to be a hobbit and he found the ring and he had the ring of power for thousands of years and it turned him into like this little like squiggly thing so he joins with frodo and sam because he wants to take the ring but he's trying to like trick them um they end up finding mary and pippin at the very end of the two towers and then it goes into the turn of the King. So the Turn of the King is... Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa,
0: whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey. Thank you, Phoebe, for a 15-minute oral history on The Lord of the Rings. I'm sure nobody by this point has tuned out and they listened to every last word.
1: I hope they didn't. I hope they absorbed it all.
0: I somehow doubt that. Anyways, yes. What is the connection that you have to Battle for Middle Earth? The video game? Correct.
1: Okay, guys, I don't know where or when we got this game. This, there was a game. There was actually three of them.
0: Two was the one that you played the most, right?
1: No, Battle for the First one. Battle for Middle Earth was, it had two different types of gameplay. It had skirmish and then it had campaign. Honestly, the campaign was really freaking hard. Um, I did get all the way to the Black Gate and being like, cause you can either be good or evil. So I got all the way to the Black Gate being good. But
0: for, th- for the listeners that don't... Like, you have to explain w- the game type.
1: Okay, okay. So, you become, like, a... Con- you're, like... You, like, control a certain, um... Like... A certain, like... Oh, what's the word? Um, Platoon? Yeah. So, like, you can either be Rohan. You can control, like, Rohan. You can control Gondor. It's
0: so- kind of... It's sort of like... Age of Empires.
1: Yes. So you're playing as one of those things. So in I always played Skirmish. So in Skirmish you could be either Rohan, Gondor, Isengard, or Mordor. And then you picked a map between fight you fighting one person, so it's like two V two it's like two people on a map all the way to eight. So Mm -hmm. what you can do is you could have like allies and you could have people that you're fighting. So um the, most, the, the thing that I really like to do is I like to be Gondor mm-hmm. and play the 8 map and then have one ally, which is Rohan, and the rest of them are Isengard and Mordor. Yep. And then I would like take over, like Rohan, because I put them on easy, they would eventually be destroyed. Then I would go over, build another castle, like another settlement. Mm-hmm. Um, I, o- I usually only played with cavalry. I never really played with infantry because they were too slow. Um, but you could play with like you could play with swordsmen, archers, um, the cavalry, and then you had the heroes. So for Gondor, you had Pippin because Pippin will be in Gondor for a while of Return of the King. Uh, Faramir, Boromir, and Gandalf the White because Gandalf the White will, it will be with Pippin. So, um, so you could be any of these things, and you would just like fight each other and you try to win. So, this this game was the most amazing game ever it uh, there are no words to describe it and i had it up until i moved in with andrew in 2019 and then sadly i lost it yeah and i have no way of getting it back well
0: i've like tried to like find ways to like play it online it just
1: it's such an old game. It's fucking It literally ancient. was from, like, 2003. It's old as shit. And it was so much fun. So be, much fun. To be
0: fair, you did play Age of Empires for a little bit, and it sort of scratched the itch.
1: A little bit. A little bit.
0: But nothing, nothing is quite the same. No. While we're on the topic of video games, uh, there's a video game coming out pretty soon that you're really excited about. Hogwarts. The Hogwarts game.
1: Yes. Very excited. I love...
0: A themed game.
1: I love a themed game. I love. You a love
0: it. You love an RPG too. I do. Like a like a Breath of the Wild <gasps> or a Skyrim. I or love like
1: open world RPG.
0: Yeah. So like this <sighs> this Hogwarts game seems like it's about to be right up your alley.
1: I know. I'm so excited, and I think. It's, I know it's for the PC, but I think it also might be coming to the Switch.
0: Yeah, I think it's probably going to be best PC. to play it on the PC, though. Yeah.
1: Because right now, I am knee-deep in Skyrim.
0: Yeah, like, too deep into Skyrim. Like... You dodge IRL, and I think that's the funniest fucking thing <laughs> I've ever seen in my <laughs> lifetime. Phoebe dodges, <laughs> like, people trying to fight her in the video game in real life sitting in the chair. I do, because I'm like so into doing- it. She looks like she's doing a funny little dance.
1: <laughs> yeah. So um I need to Speak,
0: Not to cut you off, but speaking of Skyrim, you, the reason you probably enjoy Skyrim is because it it takes place in a like an a similar age. Oh, Lord I of the Rings.
1: love Middle-earth. Love Middle-earth. I elves, orcs, human men. Uh, dwarves, goblin. I, I love help, it all. I can't help
0: but notice. You, in nowhere in there have you said women?
1: Oh, women, hobbits. I love them all. Love them all. Um. Uh, well,
0: well, they're only hobbits if they're in the Lord of the Rings universe. Otherwise, they're halflings.
1: Halflings, which is funny because Saruman calls them halflings, and so do the Urukai and the orcs.
0: I think. I think it's kind of been determined at this point that halfling. Is the type Or the their species Hobbits are from the Shire
1: Yeah, Hobbits are from the Shire
0: So I think Hobbits that we meet in Lord of the Rings Are specific to where they live But they're likely in Middle Earth Are other halfling people
1: Yeah um, There's something I really want to do On the podcast right now What is that? So I'm going to tell you I need to read you a quote from the movie. Go ahead. But to read the quote, I first need to describe the scene. Go ahead. Gandalf and Pippin are at Minas Tirith, which is like the capital city of Gondor. Sure. It is being attacked by hundreds of thousands of orcs from Mordor. It's bigger than Helm's Deep. They are... Um, they have grog, which breaks open. So, like, Meereen's Tirith is like a like a fortified city with like stone walls and gates and ca- and trebuchets and like everything. And they like they they were preparing for this battle, and they end up like breaking through the gates with a giant wolf head. They have like orcs. They have cave trolls. They have um, Mumokai which are elephants with like with like people on them they're the they're like Harerum, which they're
0: bigger than elephants. Yeah,
1: way bigger than elephants. And they have like spikes and stuff. So it's a cr- like it's a crazy battle. Crazy battle. And it's and it's almost like half of return of the king. But there's a scene where Pippin who's on, who's a hobbit. Also, shout out Pippin is my absolute favorite hobbit and favorite character of the entire series. Easily. Shout out to Pippin. Um he's sitting behind like a he's in like a like a little like not like alcove thing but like a little behind a couple of walls as like orcs are running through and like they're trying to like get out so he's sitting with Gandalf and Pippin starts saying like you know like I didn't I didn't realize like this was gonna be it like like there's no really way that we can make it out basically he was like there's no really way we can make it out of here like I didn't realize this was the end and Gandalf drives this quote. And this quote means a lot to me because this was read at my puppet's funeral. But it says, end? No, the journey doesn't end here. Death is just another path. One that we all must take. The gray rain curtain of this world rolls back and all turns to silver glass. And then you see it. And like... Goosebumps.
0: Easy, easy for Gandalf to say when he dies, he just
1: comes back. Goosebumps. 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 I, I love. I love that quote. Actually, can we watch all the rings tonight? I don't want to do that. Okay, we can do it some other time. Um, love it. So, like, oh my god, I'm in love. So, what ends up happening is they win. Mina's Tirith. Um, and they're all they're all together. So, Merry, Pippin, um, Aragorn, Legolas, Gimli, Gandalf then you have Faramir who's from Gondor, Éomir and Éowyn who are brother and sister from Rohan. They are trying to figure out how to distract Sauron as Frodo and Sam get closer to the to, the, to Mount Doom. So they know that there's no like way that they can like defeat Sauron's army. But they can draw... So Sauron is a big eye. And he, like, looks over the world. And he, like, is looking at... He, like, consents the ring is close. And so he, like, is looking for, Mary, for Sam and Frodo. Um, and Aragorn says, like, let's draw, let's draw him out. Like, let's draw out his armies. Draw out his eye. So they go to fight him at the Black Gate. Which is, like, the entrance to Mordor. So all of Rohirrim, of the people from Gondor, all the fighters, like... Um, all like the heroes they all get together and they go down to the black gate black gate opens all of like Mordor is emptied to fight them they know they're not going to win they know they're wildly outnumbered but it's just a distraction to get Frodo and Sam to Mount Doom Frodo and Sam on their way to Mount Doom they are then getting Gollum who like you who like ends up in the return of the king like leaving Frodo and Sam well not like leaving but like tricking Sam and Frodo to like break apart and then leaving Frodo to get killed because he wants to take the ring Frodo and Sam get back together they go to bring the ring to Mount Doom go- uh, Gollum is there and Gollum starts fighting them um one the of bastard. the
0: the slimy little <laughs> fucking grease bastard
1: one of the very another super great quote is um so Sam so backtrack a little bit Frodo was stabbed by Shelob who's a giant spider <laughs> and <laughs> um sam thought he was was dead but he wasn't he was just like in a catatonic state so what sam did is he took the one ring which is on a necklace from frodo and put it on him they find up they end up finding frodo sam and frodo go to leave and frodo's like give me the ring and sam at first kind of like doesn't want to because again it's so powerful that it like you like you want it um but sam is able to overcome that and he gives the ring back to frodo frodo at this point is like has had the ring for three movies it's like it's it's basically corrupted him so they on their way to mount doom and they're climbing up the the wall of the mountain and frodo falls and sam says an amazing line of i can't carry it for you but i can carry you so he can't carry the ring for Frodo, but he can carry Frodo. So he picks Frodo up, walks them into Mount Doom. They're in Mount Doom. He's about to drop the ring. It corrupts him. He ends up saying, um, he's like, this ring is mine. He takes off the thing, puts it on his finger, goes invisible. Sam screams like, no. So then Frodo's invisible. He, he, he's trying to like walk out of Mount Doom. And Gollum sees him because he sees his footprints, jumps on top of him, and bites off um, Frodo's ring finger so then he has the one ring and Frodo is like you know holding his hand and then he runs after Gollum and the two of them are are fighting and they both fall over the edge into Mount Doom. Gollum falls all the way into the lava he gets absorbed by the lava and the one ring is then like sitting on the lava it gets too hot and it breaks apart Frodo is hanging on to like a cliff edge. Sam finds him, Sam brings him up so when the ring is destroyed, yep. all of Mordor literally like, like, starts breaking down. And it starts like f- sinking into the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then Frodo and Sam get out of Mount Doom because Mount Doom like, explodes. And they yep. jump on a rock. And they're sitting there and they're waiting. And Gandalf flies in on the giant um, eagles. Okay. And picks, I have a
0: follow-up question in a moment, but go ahead.
1: And picks them up and brings them to Rivendell
0: yep can i i'm gonna ask my question really quick yeah why not the eagles in
1: okay so there was um when the one ring was in power around mount doom there was like a poisonous gas in the air that the eagles couldn't fly through so when the ring was destroyed all of it was destroyed so they could fly in
0: for the record i'd like to i'd like to everybody to know that i'm giving a Plot hole, uh, kind of look to the uh, to the camera.
1: Yeah, well, I just debunked it, so there you go.
0: Now, I don't remember any gas.
1: Um, so they end up going. Um, the four, the Frodo. So, Aragorn becomes king of Gondor. Yep. He marries his Arwen. His love. He's old as
0: shit, right? Yeah,
1: he's a he's a special type of like man. So he's like in his eighties. In Return of the King,
0: but he looks like thirty-five. Yeah,
1: um, so they all kind of, everyone kind of goes back to their own, like their own, you know, places. Frodo, Sam, Merry, and Pippin go back to um, Hobbit Town, the Shire, um, and then Frodo writes. So Gim, so uh, his uncle Bilbo had started writing a Hobbit's tale in a book there and back again by Bilbo Baggins Frodo underneath it then writes The Lord of the Rings by Frodo Baggins so he writes his whole um, his whole journey Um, and then the ending is you find out is um, Frodo is going to the Grey Havens so the Grey Havens is not Middle Earth it is a place where elves can go and those who have carried the ring can also go. So Gandalf, Bilbo, and Frodo all go to the Grey Havens.
0: And Sam, no? Because he touched the ring.
1: Nope. So Sam will stay. Sam got married to Rosie.
0: Yeah, but like theoretically.
1: No, eventually he does go. Right. So Rosie dies. His children grow up. And then he goes to the Grey Havens after. Right. Merry and Pippin. um, They like kind of do their thing. And then when they die... They are put buried in the hall um like the hall of men in Gondor because they fought with they like fought with them. Right. So they're like highly regarded. Um Aragorn is with Arwen, Aragorn and Arwen will eventually die because Arwen chose mortality to be with Aragorn. Um yeah. So that's kinda like the end. But it's an amazing All leaf. right, and
0: that's it. Uh it's all the time we got <laughs>
1: Wait, hold on, hold on. You have to play the last song.
0: I'm not... We're not done. Keep
1: walking. I want to get to the last song. Uh,
0: Well, you got, like, 20 more minutes to fill.
1: Holy moly. Oh, I'm trying to think.
0: Hey, you're the one who begged to be on here.
1: Yeah, I know. You were the one who sped me up during... The first two movies.
0: Yeah, well, I was fucking falling asleep over here. You had me...
1: You cannot (laughs) fall asleep to Lord of the Rings.
0: I almost do every time.
1: (gasps) Blast me. I never should have married you. -uh. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Trouble in paradise. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. You know who else was passed out? Our dog. He's just giving me side eye.
0: He's not giving me side eye. He's just looking straight at me. So. Hi,
1: bud. Hi, buddy. He should be on the podcast one day.
0: It, yeah, that'd be cool. Except for the fact that he like can't talk.
1: Mm, you never know.
0: You know what? We can go over really quickly. What? Uh, I'll skip to the last song, and then and then after you talk about this song, then we'll talk about something else really quick.
1: Okay. This song is called "Into the West" by Annie Lennox and Howard Shore. Go ahead. I am ninety-eight percent positive it won an Oscar. Oh, hold on! Speaking of the Oscars, Lord of the Rings won in every category that they were that they were nominated in, so they had a clean sweep of the Oscars. Just saying.
0: Yeah, I mean, what else came out in two thousand three? Like the fucking the B movie, like
1: <laughs> so, Into the West. So Annie Lennox was working with Howard Shore and Peter Jackson and she needed to write a song for the final movie. And she didn't know what to write. And... Much like many artists. Peter Jackson, they filmed the movies in New Zealand um, through some, like, Make-A-Wish um, foundation. A, like, 16-year-old kid with cancer who wanted to be a director ended up getting to go to the set of Lord of the Rings and meeting Peter Jackson and, like doing a bunch of stuff with that like for like um you know cinematography and all that kind of stuff and he actually filmed like a short story on like baseball in new zealand he would i um i don't know how long after but he would um pass away due to cancer succumb succumb to cancer and so andy lennox wrote into the west for him and it's about him and Him being the kid who died of cancer. Yeah, and it is like such an amazing song, and just so like heartbreaking, ethereal. Just like yeah, it's ethereal. great. It's a really great song. So if if you if you listen to anything from this episode please listen to into the west
0: yeah and coming from a non uh it was like a non-fanboy eye uh personally really could give or take lord of the rings uh i think it's about as interesting as harry potter
1: lord of the rings in my opinion sure is better than harry potter
0: Sure. Yeah, I. N- that statement doesn't stick out to me as weird. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I think my eye. Now moving on. If we uh, if we take a look here.
1: <gasps> okay, so sleep couple, token.
0: Couple of new songs, huh?
1: Sleep token dropped two new singles. The summoning. Let them know. And chokehold. The summoning will have you guessing from top to bottom. Tell him You have no idea what's coming next. Who knows? I, I just...
0: We don't want to give too much away, because, I mean, you're obviously going to be back for, what, the sixth time on the podcast to talk about the third Sleep Talking record? Yeah. So... We don't want to get too deep into it, but uh, well, how are you feeling on these? These
1: I two have new singles. To, so this is gonna. I know that the summoning is like everyone's favorite, but I have to say that my favorite's chokehold. Mm. My it's Preach. my favorite because it of course like showcases his vocals more, and that's one that's like kind of the main reason why I really really like them. It's because I like the way he sings. Um, Sorry, like Chokehold, but that does, like, I, lo- I still love The Summoning. Like, it's different from what they've really ever done. The only heavy, really the, not the only heaviest song, but really, like, the heaviest song they've ever had was Gods, <sighs> where they had, you yeah, know... Yeah, for sure. But they had some heavy um, moments in Hypnosis and High Water.
0: Right. This is the heaviest thing they've ever done, yeah. for sure.
1: But, like, he actually fry screams in this... Right. ...song. Um, But it's really cool, because, like, you're listening to it, and you're, like, like, fucking listening to this, like, insane breakdown, like, it's so heavy, and then it, like, flips a switch, and he just gets, like, it, like, it, like, gets, like, almost folky, kind of, like, the way that, like, that verse.
0: The verse at the end?
1: Yeah. Uh, That's not
0: folk. That's straight funk.
1: Yeah, it's, like... It screams. Sorry. You don't expect (laughs) it. (laughs) So sorry. I love Sleek Token so much. (laughs) Almost
0: more than Lord of the Rings.
1: No. I love Lord of the Rings. First. Except it's not my all time favorite movie. (gasps) Oh. What is? My all time favorite movie is very controversial. Tell me. Titanic.
0: Not controversial.
1: Every time I say
0: one of the highest-grossing movies of all no, time. No,
1: every time someone's <laughs> like, "What's your favorite movie?" and I say Titanic, they always say, "Jack could have fit on the door with Rose." And I'm yeah, like, "Shut up!"
0: That doesn't mean it's not a popular opinion. That's an incredibly popular opinion. It's- That's being like, you know, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna say something controversial here. I think, I think Harry Potter is probably the best. Uh, Eight book fantasy series about a young wizard. I mean, <laughs> just kind of like it, it. Like it. It was like Titanic was the highest grossing movie ever until Peter Jackson made not Peter Jackson, uh, James Cameron made another movie.
1: Yeah, Avatar. when he made Avatar. All right, hold on. Listen to this fucking breakdown. Uh. Like. And then you don't know what's coming. You don't know what's next.
0: Well, also... Yeah, there's a little bit of singing. There's a big dead spot in between when the the funk kicks in.
1: The funk is so good.
0: Yeah, we'll just remain quiet until it happens. Okay. I'm just kidding. That's such a bad idea.
1: Oh, is it? I really want to listen to it. I love it so much. I know... (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that much is obvious.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, Titanic is my favorite movie. You know what's funny?
0: I don't know if I have a favorite movie.
1: Huh? Interesting. I think
0: favorite movies are kind of like um, it's more of like a nostalgia thing than it is anything. Yeah.
1: Else. You know what I don't have? What? A favorite color?
0: Yeah, I think that's like a thing that like children have.
1: I don't have a favorite color. I just kind of. Go between whatever I'm feeling that day.
0: I think I think you have a favorite color, and I think your favorite color is maroon.
1: Ugh. I do love a good maroon.
0: Anytime I get you something, like a piece of clothing or a shoe or a backpack or a jacket, it's like, if I get it in maroon, you're going to love
1: it. True. I do love maroon so much. Um, But yeah, Titanic. I can so first of all this is the funk oh shit so but titanic it literally like there's one moment in that movie i cry every time i watch that movie i've seen that movie like 20 plus times and Mm -hmm. i cry every single time oh oh hold on before i get into that if from this video from this podcast if you decide to watch The Lord of the Rings, you need to watch Lord of the Rings, the extended edition.
0: Oh, here we fucking go.
1: Return of the King extended edition is about four hours long.
0: So not worth it.
1: The extended edition are the m- pinnacle of the movies. You need to watch the extended versions. Now back to Titanic. Um... There's a moment in that movie every single time where I like I, I'm okay, I'm okay, I don't cry, and the moment it hits the scene, I like burst into tears and I cry the rest of the movie. And it was funny because I was flipping through channels once when I was living back at like back with my in my childhood home, and we had cable, and I was flipping through and Titanic was on, and I pressed it and it literally, as I pressed it, it was like that scene was beginning, and I immediately burst into tears, and just cried the rest of the movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what scene You're not, you haven't when, said it's the scene
1: when the older couple is laying together in the bed as as the ship is sinking and um like they know that they're not gonna get out mm-hmm. and then it goes to a mom reading to her children to put mm-hmm. them to sleep knowing that they will not al- they will also not get out um so yeah that is a very tough scene to watch
0: The one that makes me cry is, um, so, well, first, before we go any further, do you think perhaps the, um, what's the, what's the word that I'm looking for here? Do you think the lobsters that were on board (laughs) the Titanic kind of in any way, shape or form survived?
1: That was their coming of Jesus. That was judgment day for them. Correct.
0: I think it I well, I think it was judgment day for everybody else. <laughs> the lobsters had their revenge.
1: <laughs> the lobsters did have their revenge. <laughs> Incredible. <sighs> God, too too crazy. Um
0: Oh, hold up the sign, Phoebe. Oh,
1: okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I no, hold on. Go ahead. Other way. There it is. Hey. Um. But yeah, Lord of the Rings. You gotta, you gotta check it out. Uh.
0: And I you, know it's been out for 20 years, but guys, and listen. you can't
1: you can't just watch one. You have to watch all three, right? And you have to start. So it's Fellowship of the Ring, which is the it's the slowest movie I'd say of all of them because it doesn't really have a big fight scene until I mean, there's a kind of a fight scene in in, in the minds of Moria with the goblins. Um, and then, like, Amon hen is when they have the other fight scene with the uruk but, like, Helm's, like, Two Towers is where it, like, pops off. And you got Helm's Deep, and then you got, and then you have the huge fight of Minas Tirith. The Minas Tirith fight is, like, insane. And, you know, what's funny, too, is Helm's Deep, where they were filming it, because they filmed filmed in New Zealand.
0: They filmed it in Helm's Deep.
1: They filmed it in New Zealand. And what they would do is they would, like, build, like, size, like, sets and, like, they would like go out to these places and like actually like like actually like the walls of Helm Deep would be like built by the crew like it's insane and then what happened is it started to rain the first day they started filming it and so from then on they every single time they filled it they had to make it rain because it was supposed to be in the same night Um, and another thing too is when the Urukai are waiting for so the Urukai march up to Helm's Deep and they stop, like outside the gate. And you have the archers for Rohan and the Elves. And they're just kinda like it's like a standoff. They're like they're looking at each other. They don't know who's gonna kinda make the first move. Right. And what one of the Uruk do does is they have there's there's different types of Urukai. There's like swordsmen, there's pikemen, and there's crossbows. So the pikemen obviously have these huge pikes. They started banging the pikes on the ground and what it actually was it was like some um it was some like song that they would sing in New Zealand or like some like thing that they would do in New Zealand like um, and they started doing that and so like in the movie you see one Urukai start banging his pike and they all start banging it and like it's insane it's crazy
0: alright I think it's about it okay Thanks Phoebe for being on the podcast once again You're so welcome Uh you know Coming in clutch when when we need ya That's
1: what I'm here for
0: Next week we'll be back to our regularly scheduled Shit Me and Eric Well me and real Eric Maybe
1: fake Eric will pop on
0: Who knows Uh Yeah this has been fun
1: This has been fun
0: Thanks everybody for listening This has been the Nobody's Listening to This Music Podcast I've been Andrew And I've been Eric See you later
1: Bye Can I stop?
0: Yeah